Coming up, big, big 10 basketball right on the edge of the NCAA tournament bubble this weekend. And could LeBron James' son end up in the big 10? We got a step closer just this week. You are locked on Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten. It's everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week. Coming up today, we're going to preview the weekend matchups here on a Saturday between a couple of bubble teams fighting to keep their spots in the field of 68. As it currently stands, according to Joe Lenardi, both Ohio State and Penn State are right on the edge, but they've got a chance here to start off the weekend on a high note with a resume-building win. We'll get to that in just a minute. And then later on, LeBron James's son has announced his top three destinations for college. Which will he choose, Ohio State, Oregon, or USC? We'll break down the options in just a minute here on the show. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson. Be sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube and on Twitter at Locked On Big Ten. One zero at the end, not T-E-N. Also, I'm at Nate with sports. Let's dive right in to what's going on here this weekend in Big Ten basketball. First off, the bigger game of the weekend as far as tournament implications is Ohio State and Iowa. The Hawkeyes come into the matchup as a projected seven seed, according to Joe Lenardi. Meanwhile, the Buckeyes enter as one of the last four teams in to his field of 68. That was after just a few weeks ago. The Buckeyes had worked their way up into a top 25 standing. They've since lost five games in a row, including three to fellow bubble team Maryland, and then the Big Ten bottom dwellers in Minnesota and most recently, Nebraska. So what does Ohio State have to do here to try and turn things around? Well, we talked about the inconsistency that's been there with the Buckeyes here this season. Five straight losses now, all of them by seven points or less, but they're losing to Big Ten teams who aren't really up to snuff, which is what has people most concerned right now. But the reason then why Ohio State is still in the NCAA tournament projected field is because of the advanced metrics. While Ohio State is losing games, the Buckeyes are not, at least on paper, playing poorly statistically. As far as the Kempom rankings go, for example, Iowa, a projected seventh seed right now, according to Lenardi, is number 31 in the country in Kempom. Meanwhile, Ohio State's 10 spots higher at number 21. So as far as what the Buckeyes are actually doing on the court, the numbers say, the actual formulas and metrics suggest that the Buckeyes are much better than what their record indicates. So why haven't they been able to win these games? Is it just the consistency? Is it a lack of leadership from a guy like a, a Brace Sensabaugh, who's still great, but still a freshman, trying to figure out how to lead a top 25 talented basketball team? There's plenty of seniors on this team too, by the way, who could be stepping up and finishing things in these final minutes. But the Buckeyes, I think the biggest thing you need to know going into this if you're an Iowa fan, is that the Buckeyes are not as bad as their tournament resume indicates. And even in the losses, they have not played as poorly as what their current record would say. This is a talented Ohio State basketball team. 
And the advanced metrics say that that talent is not just not playing well. It's doing well enough and it will eventually break out if it continues. I think you just have to be patient if you're Ohio State. And I think if you're Iowa here, you're really, really concerned about the opportunity for Ohio State at home to bounce back and get a win over you, another tournament team, as Ohio State slowly creeps toward the end of the bubble. It's not the biggest game of the season for the Buckeyes, but for a team that's lost five in a row, has a nice Saturday game at home against a team that's currently projected as better than them right now, but one that they can build up their resume against. And to be quite honest, I, I feel like Ohio State feels like they're better just man to man than Iowa is. So an opportunity there to be able to get this solid win. If you're Ohio State, I think you're the better team. I really do. The numbers say you're the better team. The Betting lines, which we'll get to at the end of the show, say you're the better team. I think that Ohio State can just get itself back on track with this one, while Iowa is really susceptible to, I guess, not get upset, you would call it. These two teams aren't that far apart. But as the resumes currently stand, this would be a good win for Ohio State to pick up again, as it has really lost a lot of momentum in the eyes of the people who do this kind of bracket building. On the other side today, Nebraska faces off against Penn State. Penn State is the other bubble team here. Nebraska is one of the two Big Ten teams, aside from Minnesota, who isn't entirely or isn't in any way in the tournament conversation. So for Penn State, the team that's, according to, again, Lenardi's latest update, the first team out of that field, they have an opportunity here to, if not get back into what he projects to be his field of 68, that doesn't really matter right now. It would be a couple of spots up and down in the middle of January they're moving. The big point would be that you don't want to lose this game against Nebraska like an Ohio State does and then put yourself in even more trouble. So Penn State here comes in as a big favorite against the Cornhuskers in Penn State, of course, at Penn State. And with the veterans there, they've been really good at home. Nine and one on the season in Penn State's arena. Nebraska is down a starter after losing Jawan Gary. This is another big opportunity for bubble teams in the Big Ten to prove that they are good enough to be here. I mean, if both those teams win, you could be looking at a Monday update that has 11 Big Ten teams in the field of 68, which is what we're fighting for now. Because 10 seems good, 11 would be great if you're looking at like what you want ideally as a Big Ten fan. That's the kind of representation we're talking about here. And there's been a whole bunch of teams like Indiana's won a couple of games here. They've gotten themselves off the bubble. Now you have other teams right now having opportunities, Ohio State against Iowa and Penn State against Nebraska to get themselves in better positions as we continue along with the season. That's really what I'm going to be keeping track of, as well as, of course, the teams at the top. When we're talking about the bubble, there's going to be someone playing every day who's either close to the bubble, right on the bubble, or trying to work their way into the tournament. And it's going to be really fun. Every single time a Big Ten basketball day comes, there's going to be games that not only matter a little bit, but like I feel like there's going to be a game every time, like Iowa, Ohio State, where there's going to be two tournament teams playing against each other to fight for their positioning in the field, which is going to be really fun. But for Penn State here right now, just use that veteran leadership. Beat a team you're better than. This is a game at home against Nebraska, which – when you have this Penn State team that didn't have a whole lot, I guess, of uh, credit to its name going into the season, not a whole lot of people projected Penn State to be tournament good. That team's been tournament good, 
but this is a team in Nebraska at home that you feel like you should have beaten even when you didn't know if you were that good or not. So get the job done. Beat Nebraska. If you're Ohio State, beat Iowa, which is the team that you think you're better than anyway. And that's the moral of the story here. You've got two teams, the two teams closest to the edge of the bubble in the NCAA tournament playing on Saturday with a chance to win games that both fan bases feel they should win. In in both games, they are favored. So an opportunity for Big Ten bubble teams to get wins. That's the theme of Saturday. And we'll see how it ends up playing out. Of course, reacting to everything that does happen right here on Locked On Big Ten. We're going to continue along with the show, talk a little Bronny James in a minute. He has announced his top three choices for schools next season. What will he choose? And where does each option weigh on as far as what they can do for him? We'll break that down in just a minute here on Locked On Big Ten. Before we do, though, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro to college football, basketball, and the World Cup. Everything that you need, you can find it at BetOnline. If you want to make sure that you can get your sports podcasts, too, you can get it done at BetOnline as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every single day. Now that we're getting continuing on with the show, not done yet, but once we're done with the show, head on over to Locked On College Basketball, where every weekday they're breaking down everything that happens in the college basketball world in 30 minutes or less, just like we do here on Locked On Big Ten. So head on over there again once you're done here for Isaac Shade, Andy Patton, and all the other experts that they can put together. Locked on college basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So we talked a moment yesterday, just brought up that Bronny James, Ron James's son, had announced his top three college destinations for 2023 and four season, his would-be freshman season. Bronny's one of the only top recruits in the current senior class that has not announced his decision for a school next year. He says he's not going to do that until the season's over, which, whatever, fine. Uh, But now he has at least given us some indication. Three schools, Ohio State, USC, and Oregon, crack his top three list to where he could end up. The first two are obvious with connections. Ohio State is the place where LeBron is from. USC is the place where LeBron is now. Oregon's a little bit more interesting, but let's dive into what each school actually offers, starting with the Buckeyes. Uh, LeBron James is an Ohio State Buckeyes fan. That probably shouldn't play too much of a factor in what his son chooses to do for a college, but he took a visit to Ohio State, Bronny did. It's the only place where he has taken that visit. He's been at the Ohio State football games. He was at the Ohio State-Michigan game, I believe it was. The point is he has plenty of interest as far as how a traditional recruiting process would go. Ohio State has gotten the most nods here. They've gotten the visits. They've gotten the time with Bronny. It's been Ohio State there. There are also reports, though, that Oregon was the front runner a little bit of a while back, a little bit before, okay, actually, Ohio State got that visit. Oregon, if you're wondering how they fit into this puzzle here, the founder of Nike, Phil Knight, is an Oregon alumnus and There's all sorts of Nike and Oregon connections, too. And Bronny James has already signed an NIL deal with Nike, of course, with the help of what his father has. So there's all sorts of connections and opportunities there. And then, of course, USC is L.A. It's where LeBron is now. It's what he has 
maybe the easiest access to as far as getting those, uh, I guess, roots planted in right away. So there's all sorts of possibilities with each option. I think that personally, if this were a normal recruit, Ohio State would have the edge as far as, hey, I'm a recruit who's interested in NIL money. I'm a recruit who's interested in getting the most exposure and getting my name out there. What can Ohio State do compared to everyone else? Well, it's the Big Ten. So while you're there, if you stay there longer than one season, you're going to be involved in maybe the biggest college basketball conference of all time when USC and UCLA get there. You have yourself also the NIL money and an Ohio State program that is top-notch when it comes to the football side of things, as well as what it does on basketball, too. So you know there's going to be all sorts of opportunity there. Not to mention you're LeBron James's son who would be playing in Ohio. If you're talking about making money in this venture that he'll be, he'll be doing, this one or two years or whatever it is of college basketball, if he cares about what the marketing side of things is, Ohio State has that. And you may notice, I go through all these things and I don't mention much of what Ohio State has on the basketball court. Because one, Bronny James has not really indicated all that much what he actually wants to do. And I don't think there's going to be too much news as far as where he's leaning on a basketball standpoint at all. So what I have to go off of here is the idea that while, of course, he makes a basketball decision, he is LeBron James's son. And LeBron James has always been about the business side of things too, balancing, hey, best chance to win, best chance to make myself, the brand, the money, all of that. And I'm sure that he wants his son to have the best opportunity to start that too. So when I look at these schools, I am thinking, especially in this individual case, about what that school can provide. Ohio State can provide the hometown money. LA can provide the right now money and the experienced money. And hey, it's LA, not Ohio kind of money. And of course, if you're looking to expand what you've already got, Nike's over there at Oregon. And you already have signed on the dotted line in that sense. So things could be a lot simpler there. There's all sorts of different ways that this could go. But I think what I'm really trying to nail down is there's a whole lot more than basketball involved here. And wherever Bronny James chooses to play his basketball the next season, I think that all these schools understand, understand that their pitches have to include, at the very least, some sort of idea of how he is going to make his money. Because him making his money is a given, but he knows that there's an opportunity here for him to start whatever it is that his legacy is going to be here on the biggest, biggest of stages. Which is, to be quite honest, maybe even not the biggest stage for him yet, considering the millions of followers he already has all over across social media. As far as what's actually on the basketball court, though, there's a little bit of a disadvantage for the Buckeyes. Now, as far as the actual classes of 2023 go, Ohio State has the best out there in pure numbers. Ohio State's number six, number eight, Oregon, number 10, USC, as far as 2023 basketball recruiting classes. But as far as star power goes, Ohio State makes its class off of four stars and three stars. They don't have a five star on it. With Oregon, you have two five-star recruits in the class already. With USC, you have the number one recruit in the 2023 class. If you're talking about where you want to go if from a playing standpoint to make yourself best, I feel like, again, Bronny is his own person, but the LeBron James way has been to find the superstars and play with them. Now, of course, the opportunities change all the time, and 
It's not nearly as simple as saying this team has two five stars, this team has one five star. But if you're looking for that star power to play alongside you, there's a lot more evidence to suggest that it's at those other two schools. And also, Bronny James is already on the West Coast where those other two schools are. So there's a lot of push and pull here. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that Ohio State could be the choice. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that it's better for him to go over to the West Coast and play at one of those other schools. I don't know. And that's going to be the overarching theme here. Until that season ends and he makes a choice, it's not like this family is going to let anything get out that they don't want to. Bronny James is going to let you know what he's thinking when he decides he wants to let you know. And that's the one thing I can be pretty certain of. So we'll, of course, check in more on it as more things happen. But as it stands, Ohio State's at least still in the mix. Top three has been released. Buckeyes are on the list. USC, Oregon, and Ohio State. We'll see which one it ends up being. We'll wrap up things on the show in just a minute. Before we go, though, if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want any of those fats and calories, then go over to Built.com and check out Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's everything that you want out of your protein in 170 or 130, I'm sorry, calories per bar. I'm shortchanging them. Four grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein packed into each and every bar. Go see what I'm talking about right now at built.com where they've got new flavors coming out all the time. Talking about coconut almond. I'm talking about churro. All sorts of new stuff to go along with the classics that you know and love from Built Bar. If you've tried it out before, you already know what I'm talking about. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar at built.com. Built Bar. All right, let's wrap up with some quick news from around the Big Ten. Just a quick look at the schedule here. Ohio State faces off against Iowa. We already talked about it, 2 p.m. on the men's basketball side. Nebraska also against Penn State at 2.15. Not playing tonight. Wisconsin and Northwestern, we mentioned, postponed due to COVID issues within the Wildcats program. That's the second straight game Northwestern will not play according to schedule. In women's basketball, Minnesota faces off against Purdue in the only women's game on the hardwood. And elsewhere in men's hockey, top 10 matchup, number eight, Michigan against number two, Minnesota at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's on Big Ten Network. As far as my bets for the day, I've got Ohio State minus three at home against Iowa. I mentioned numbers say that the Buckeyes are better. Buckeyes are due. They're at home. It's against a team that I think they're better than. They think they're better than. I'll take Buckeyes minus three. Also, the fact that the Buckeyes are still minus three, despite on that five-game losing streak, has me thinking Vegas thinks that the Buckeyes are better too. Nebraska plus eight and a half against Penn State. I would normally take that plus eight and a half. Eight and a half is a lot of points. I'm going to take Penn State minus eight and a half at home. They've got senior leadership. They've got themselves on a better role. And Jawan Gary's out for Nebraska. They're still adjusting on how to figure out how to play without him. Nebraska's played well. Again, just beaten Ohio State. But I think that they end up losing this one by at least nine on the road against the Nittany Lions. So I've got Ohio State minus three and Penn State minus eight and a half, the two favorites on my board today. Did win the last one, so maybe we're turning things around. Until next time on Locked On Big Ten, I'm Nate Dickinson. Now that you're done here, be sure to tune in to Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow our show as well on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Locked on Big Ten, one zero at the end, not T-E-N. And follow us on Twitter too. I'm at Nate with Sports, Nate Dickinson with Locked On.